Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey everybody, I'm Kim Holderness. And I'm Penn Holderness. Thank you so much for tuning into the Holderness Family Podcast. How you doing, babe? I am I am here. And yeah. Things are doing. Yep. We've had a big week. We sure have. You guys, as you know, if you listen to this podcast, I struggle with some anxiety. And what I've learned is anxiety is just trying to control the future. And it turns out in this wonderful world we live in, that is impossible. Yeah, I'm in most trying, worlds. though. Yeah. I am super trying. So I have issues. I have learned when it's time for me to give up control. Right of a situation now to be clear there are things i love to not control like paperwork we know that's my kryptonite right i i love to not control vacation planning there are things that i just am not good at and i don't control but when it comes to matters of my children and their safety i am a bit of a mama bear so what happens when you have a very anxious controlling mama bear and then you have a child get her license well <laughs> it's happened people uh and i want to hear because kim took her uh we had as you guys may or may not know as parents we were just sort of ships passing in the night and have been for quite some time when you have to get two kids all over god's green earth and so kim who i think took on most of the driver's ed for lola um went with her for the driver's test so i want to hear the story because it has happened. And then I want to talk about it some. Just so you know, guys, we're going to have Dr. Hope Seidel, a wonderful parenting coach mm -hmm. on this podcast who has become a friend of mine. And everything she says, even in our just social interactions, I just want to write it down. And she's going to talk with us about giving the very necessary act of releasing the grip um, at every stage. You know, kinder going to kindergarten, going to college, getting a license, like all of these things that if you're parenting well, you you are letting go. And just how as parents we can 
support our kids through that. But on a personal note, yes, I knew I would be a little anxious and I didn't want that to ruin Lola's vibe. So immediately, we it takes three months to get an appointment. So I had an appointment and I thought, you know what? Let me send Penn with her because Penn is just definitely more chill. She That way she won't be nervous. But then I thought, you know what? No, I've done 95% of the driving training. You definitely stepped in, you know, here and there as well. But I was the one doing it. She's a good driver and she is my daughter. So 60 hours was required by law in our state. And she did 100 hours. We tracked every hour. And so she was ready. And I'm like, I need to go be there for this, you know. And she drives the hour there. And she, she's such a good driver. She takes the test. And she she was very nervous. Not that she didn't feel like she was up to the challenge. It's just you, her friends have told her stories. You know, they failed the test. Like, oh, it's because the, the person was so harsh and so mean. You know, no, that's not what you know happened she took the test and came back and she's like how does anybody fail that test it's not that hard she came back in and the guy i guess didn't tell her if she had passed or not because he said how do you think she did and she's like i think i did great <laughs> and he goes you did you're a good driver and it was really nice to hear and it was just it was like no big deal but then immediately she wanted to go drive by herself Bless yes. You. People, here are where two paths are going to diverge a bit. <laughs> I thought that when this happened, we were supposed to go, Whoa! Our daughter, we did this. Like we like we raised a responsible child who can drive. We can get some of our life back. Right. We can you know what? We can just move on. She's gonna drive herself to school. There might be a couple of fender benders. I had some fender benders. Um, I'm not chill with the fender bender. Anyway, but, continue. But I like so th- that's one path. And then the other the, path is the path I'm on. And it's it was interesting because she did go drive to a friend's house um this weekend. And you even were noticing the potential of her needing to do like a three-point turn. Well, right? like okay, was- so I, I, I knew that the parking at this friend's house, because she has several friends who drive, was going to be tricky. And I was like, okay, if you take a left here and you enter this way, that way you're entering on the right, so you're not doing a three. I drew her a map and I tracked her. And she didn't do it. She ended up having to do a three-point turn, which is fine. She's great at three-point turns. Yes. But I am trying to be chill. Yeah. So she knows I believe in her. But having, I'm having some, if I, I never, of course, it takes, I mean, there were, we would, we spent hours, days, weeks, years of our life driving our kids hither and yon. But I never really complained about it. I always knew this day would come that I would not see her as much. Yeah. I, and that's a big thing. And that I'm having that trouble kind of letting go of that. I'm trying to be chill. But this is where Dr. Hope Seidel comes in. Right. Really quickly. And this was the reason why I actually told you, I was like, let's bring, let's bring Hope on here. Not just for the podcast, but I kind of want you to hear her say that you are doing quite a good job, Kim. You are like, you have done a great job. And also just in the short amount of time, because I, I started detecting some of these behaviors from you last night mm-hmm. and I was just keeping an eye on my wife. And so I did like some Googling about letting go. And I, f- I found some really good resources. I think Hope will do just as good a job 
explaining it as I would, but the, the, one of the most interesting things that I saw was that all those transitions that you were describing, like the mm -hmm. end of kindergarten, um, the first day of kindergarten, you know, going to college, your wedding day, the license, like all of those sort of letting go points, parents accept them with an intensity that n no one ever expects to the point that sometimes there's grieving similar to the yeah. grieving that you do with real loss. And so when I read that, I was like, oh, we need a doctor. Yeah. to talk about this. So Dr. Hope Seidel has been a pediatrician for over 20 years. About 10 years into her career, she began to notice she was healing parents more than children. She now offers regular parenting classes and one-on-one -on -one parent coaching to help manage the feelings of worry, fear, uncertainty, expectation, judgment, and confusion that comes with being a parent. She teaches parents to trust themselves. Dr. Hope Seidel has two grown children, Grace and Jared, and when she isn't working, she is a reluctant runner and she loves to cook and travel. Welcome, Dr. Hope. Dr. Seidel, you are a great problem solver in our family. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I need you to tell my wife, first of all, how normal it is to have some anxiety during a child's first license and also just how awesome she is. So go. Well, well first of all, yeah. Hope, I was, it took all that I had in my soul not to text you from the DMV on Friday because right. yeah. I knew you were busy, but I was like, oh my God, need emergency coaching now. Yeah. She just has taken off to go take her driver's test. But yeah. So anyway, Hi. Hi. So wait, what's the question? How amazing Kim is? <laughs> That's not a question. That's, I gave you too many questions. No, we, we were just talking beforehand that she's feeling some anxiety and she's, I don't know that she's feeling that she should be having anxiety because we've raised this great girl, but, and now she's got her license and it's just, it's triggering new emotions, right? Wait, is it grief or anxiety or both? Oh, that so we is, talked about that too. Yes. That is a really good question. I think they're, is some grief but it's it's probably the word for it because i don't get like super sentimental about things typically i'm not one of those that's like oh this is your first this or your last that like i don't but i found myself getting weirdly emotional in the waiting room because i was like uh, no, this isn't supposed to be happening because I just took her to kindergarten. So this is like, this is not happening. And also very aware, the very natural thing to happen now is she drives herself places. So I, I get less time with her. But then also yeah. just the regular, just because I'm who I am, the anxiety about, you know, I'll, I'll, you know, honestly, about that she drives into the wrong driveway at this point and like gets shot at. Like that's a new fear unlocked. So nope. yeah. No yeah. Well, I think they're separate, right? There's a level of anxiety that I think most typical parents feel when their child is getting into a vehicle that is frankly could potentially be life-threatening to them and then doing that independently. So, I mean, I think, first of all, like I, I don't think anything's gone wrong if you're feeling that that's the case. Like, Yes. I mean, yeah. I, I hope that's normal. I certainly felt that myself and still sometimes do. Yeah. Do you still track your kids as they're driving? Do you still track Grace? 
You know, the only time I know I don't grace is off life 360 or whatever platform I had, uh, I did use um, some of those because I didn't want my kids texting and driving. And so when I was calling to check on where they were all the time, it also was putting them in danger. So I did keep those on for that reason, just to make sure I knew where they were when they were on their way home, because it's tempting for me to check in and wonder. So yeah, to that extent, I did. But no, I don't. Both my kids are in college and they're off my monitoring for the most part. Oh, that, I mean, you're going to have to walk me yeah. through that. <laughs> can, can we go back to when you asked whether it was anxiety or grief? I, I did read somewhere that sometimes these transition points, like going to college, getting your license, just all of these growth, going to kindergarten, going to kindergarten, that people experience them sometimes in the same way that people experienced loss of loved ones. 100%. I mean, I think that, that that's actually what I was expecting you to speak to, right? Because even though they still need us, they need us in a different way. And to your point, Kim, like, uh, practically speaking, if you have a lot of communication with your preteen or your teenager in the car, which tends to be a really easy time for them to have conversations with you when you're not looking right at each other, you yeah. know, that is definitely a time that is a loss. It requires us to be a little more creative. Um, but one of the ways I think about it, if this is helpful, is this idea between like parenting from scarcity and parenting from sufficiency. So the idea is kind of like when we're in scarcity, we're feeling kind of wishing things were different and uh, we have expectations or we're in judgment or we're controlling or we're afraid, right? But when we're in sufficiency and we're really radically committed to seeing it in that way, we're trusting and accepting and connected and empathic and compassionate. And when we're parenting from that place, then we see each of their stages as abundant and enough and wonderful, right? Mm. And I think we should pay attention to our grief and all these endings, but when we focus on them, we miss what's so precious in the present and we miss the beauty of the beginnings, which is really, really easy to do. Ah, uh, you're going to make me cry. And we'll be right back. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or even exhilarating. But one thing's for certain. If you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you will gain insights and uncover truths that you can only find in therapy. Get those personal breakthroughs and judgment-free support by signing up for Talkspace. 
At Talkspace.com, you can sign up online and get a personalized match with a provider that's right for you, typically within 48 hours. There's no need to commute to appointments, miss time at work, or line up childcare in order to attend sessions. It's mental health care made easy. Talkspace is also affordable and in-network with most major insurers. To celebrate May, Mental Health Awareness Month, and the power of talking it out in therapy, Talkspace is offering every listener of this podcast $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com slash Holderness. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash Holderness to get $80 off your first month with code SPACE80 and to show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash Holderness with code SPACE80. I try to live my life assuming the best, believe it or not. I know of my anxious soul, but I do try to believe the best in people. I try to believe the best outcome. I am, of, of the two of us, I am the optimist between Penn and I, believe it or not. But I don't know that I've had that in my parenting so that is a very, that's going to be a very useful mind shift because I still have, I mean, listen, I called my mom today for advice. You know, like I'm still, I'm 47, I'm 47, right? 47. And I'm still engaging, looking for advice. So it's not like this is the last time I'm going to talk to my daughter, you know? And also like one of the things that our brain does when we're in scarcity or when we're in grief is that we assume that where we were is better than where we're going. Mm. And the truth is, is that we're not trusting that this next chapter could easily be even better than what it was before. And so I think of it like right now you're making this moment to some extent about you, right? Like Mm. how we're feeling and that is worth honoring and processing with pen and doing all the things, right? But when we join our kids in these really exciting moments and look at it through their lens, it takes us out of the equation and we're really able to be so much more present and excited and abundant. You're not wrong. I read uh, I read something in an article from a guy named Tim Walker about when his <laughs> when his kid got his dri- their driver's license and this mantra that he said to himself to try to like calm him down. It was, you are not in, this is to the parent. The parent says this to themselves. You are not in control and you haven't been for a while. It's part of being a parent of a teenager. Every year means letting go of more and more of it. I'm guessing that this is just the beginning for us of letting go, isn't it? Yeah. But if you really focus on how you've prepared her and you alluded to this at the beginning of our conversation, like she's ready, you know, and the way children learn about life skills is... You know, life skills aren't taught, they're experienced, right? Like if mm-hmm. she was able to drive, she would have just took it, taken the written test and then you would have put her in front of the wheel, mm-hmm. right? Like she has to experience the experience of her life in order to learn those skills. And it is a lot, a, a total complete shift of dropping control. And let's be honest, you never really had control. You just thought you did. Correct. And you have told me that before. And <laughs> I... I think the illusion of control, even the pretend control, the the emotions I would go through helped keep me calm. But I think a new goal will be to parent from a different mindset. Because I think the control is not doing, I I never had control. You're absolutely right. I never had control. Yeah. 
Yeah. And our kids really, we control what we don't trust. And when you're willing to show your child that you trust her in that moment, it also creates an, a trust in herself, which is really what she needs to be safe on the road, to be able to access her own wisdom when she needs to make decisions. It's the very thing we don't want to do, which is release control that allows them to access control for themselves, which is both awful and amazing. I know. On- it is really awful. But, you know, uh, we have friends and they they have children that are much younger and they will oftentimes say like, oh, you guys are so lucky. You have teenagers who could like be home alone. You don't have to hire babysitters anymore. And and I have said, you guys have no idea, like big kids, big problems. But first of all, no stage in parenting is easy. It's all, it's all to me. It was all, nothing was a breeze. I do love this part of parenting. I do love the teenage stage. I think they're great. But the, the challenge I'm facing now is giving up control. So like, are there ways, tiny ways, are there language, is there language I should be using with my kids, with my partner um, to, to parent from a different mindset to let them know that I'm, you know, you know, celebrating the beginnings, like you said. Well, I always say when I'm coaching parents that, you know, you can't access a really good action or language or conversation if your thoughts are still mired in things that are not healthy and happy and productive or content or at peace. So it really matters very little what you say if you don't believe it yourself. So really, to your point, working on your mindset around how exciting this time is can really allow you to access whatever words are going to feel Mm-hmm. sensible for you and your connection with with your daughter. Um, but I really do believe that our kids sometimes are uncertain in these life changes as well. Like these are also really big shifts for them. And so when we're willing to allow them to borrow our belief that things are going to be okay, and we really are working hard to believe in ourselves, um, they really, they need that anchor right now because they're, this is also quite eventful for her, right? The, yeah. I can even remember, I'm not sure if you can, but I can yeah. remember the I drove away from my house and nobody was in the car. Yeah. It was crazy town. I'm like, <laughs> what is happening right now? This seems uh, like a good time to talk about some divergent paths in our relationship. Let's hear it, Penn. The two things that Kim and I have in common when it comes to all this is that we feel like we're just going to miss her a little bit more. Um, yeah. Because there was that time driving with her that was like the time that you got to cheat and get to know her. Mm-hmm. Other than that, just real quick, when I got my license... Woohoo! Like I did not have any real emotions except freedom. Yeah. And joy. Which is the natural and, emotion. And, and wonderment. And so I, I do think that like I'm a, probably a little closer to the camp. And I'm, I may not be the only person who's like this, who's like, she is ready. My life just got simpler. Yeah. I'm not going to worry about this. If she gets in a wreck, that's why we got her airbags. Like that's, oh I'm, God. no, I'm, I'm serious. That's, Maybe so. I guess do I need to get reeled in as well? <laughs> no, I mean any- I'm glad you said that because you started the conversation asking how to create some support, some support around anxious and grief feelings. Mm-hmm. But the truth is, is that there's many parents who are. I mean, this is an enormous opportunity, especially. I don't know. I can remember just sending my kid on a thousand errands all the time. It oh, was I amazing. I know. Um, I may never wait, leave I don't the house. Have to, to go be to honest. The anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's it, amazing. Not only do we not have to drive with her, but she can drive other people and I go know. do things. It's uh, again, I'm, I, but I also understand what you're going through. No, I have to say, it, it, so she drove 
yesterday during that ter- there was like that terrible rainstorm that came through like that was like her first solo outing so i was like okay cool she's doing that and but then she drove today and i was like i didn't track her the entire way so i'm like i'm baby steps <laughs> of yeah. of you know and she took her brother out to lunch today and i was like well there's my whole heart in one car i was like there there, there they go and i just, i was chill wasn't i I was chill. Yeah, we yeah we watched Jury Duty, didn't we? Oh my gosh! Oh, have hope you have seen, you seen have Jury you, Duty? Have you seen that show, Jury oh, Duty? <gasps> no, don't tell me another show. I need to watch. What is it? Oh my god! You can finish it in one day if you really try. If you really try <laughs> and you commit yourself, hope you could finish it. Okay, it is hope. like Xanax for your. It's like it is a weighted blanket for your soul. It is so yeah, funny. I'm not going to give any spoilers, except it's a it's a jury. It's a documentary of a jury and a jury selection. Except it's totally fake, except for one person. It's the Truman Show. Yeah, meets who has no idea that everyone around him is an actor, and it. I don't know how they pulled it off. And they set this up very. It's like the first thing you see, so we're not spoiling anything. Yeah, it is the most adorable show. Yes. Yes. Oh, so excited! All right, I'm on it. Okay. Yeah, but that's what I. So yesterday was our anniversary, and we had like youth sports going on, and then we went out to dinner. But I think I was so emotionally spent from the day before, and for. And that I was like, we went out to dinner for 55 minutes, 56 minutes. It was, it was a really nice restaurant and we just wrapped it up real yeah. fast. I and was like, let's go home and put on sweatpants. As, as we left our anniversary dinner, as we left our anniversary <laughs> dinner, we ran into some friends walking into a non-anniversary dinner. So we're yeah. like, yep, that's us now. That's us. Gonna go that's see jury duty. Bye. Okay. Hope. Um, well, listen, let me take one thing. Let me take yeah, one please. thing. No, no. One thing I will say is that you asked me what you could say to your partner. And so when just, throwing this out here as an ideal yes. is just this idea that in addition to honoring the fact that we're struggling with whatever emotion we're having in the moment, what, what can we celebrate about this right now would be so helpful, right? Is this idea that like to Penn's point, we can celebrate that she's independent, that we trust her to drive, you know? Yeah. I mean, there's so many ways in sufficiency, you can see how there's things to celebrate. And then when you shift your mind towards that, it keeps you from getting into this space of so much fear and anxious and sad because these moments are a big deal for everybody. They're not. And it's every, if you log on Facebook or Instagram right now, everybody's posting prom pictures and like the, you know, senior prom pictures and then graduation is right around the corner. So like everybody, this is Lola getting her license, but I'll blink. And then the, the, the next big thing is going to happen and everybody's going through it so i mean is that is it just me or are other parents that you coach dealing with these sorts of ends and beginnings i think if you love somebody you're paying attention to these sorts of things like i don't see the point in not being sad about it i just don't want you to parent from that place so you're in fear and anxiety and stealing the joy of the moment for your child right like of course it's normal i think that you know i think it's just the most important thing is for you to acknowledge it and manage it yourself as opposed to making your daughter responsible for that. But short of that, of course, this is the whole point of our, we're, we're, we're completely, our kids are completely dependent on us for such a long period of time. And then the idea that we would just at some point never care if they don't need us anymore is just a lot. Yeah. I was reading somebody, I don't know, maybe I was listening to a podcast. They're talking about you know, codependency and the sort of definition of it and need, you know, that the, um, maybe it was you, Pope, maybe, maybe we were talking through this one day and I was like, I am totally, I've worked on this and I'm getting better at it, but I am, I struggle with the fact that I, my mood is completely dependent on the mood of my immediate family. 
they have a bad day, I, I have a bad day. So I'm trying to, I have been working on that and it's totally getting, I'm totally, I'm just aware of it. So that makes it better, I have to say. Yeah, it's everything. Yeah, for sure. It is a process to let go for sure. Recognizing that, that other people's feelings have nothing to do with you, but you're a feeler. Like you feel other people's, you know, empaths do that. I mean, you feel other people's emotions very deeply. Not everybody does. Uh, I know. I wish it was something I could turn off. It's very useful in a group of people because I can sense like the tension and I can sense the person who needs to be paid attention to. And so it's useful sometimes, but there are sometimes I wish I could turn that off. To of course, be but it's it's what makes you so able to be intimate with the people who you really love, right? And mm-hmm. so, you know, there's a 50-50 of almost everything that are, is wonderful about us. And that's just the cost of being really in tune to that sort of thing. I want um, everybody, no. yeah, I do want everybody to know, and especially my friend Hope, that on the way to get her, to, we had to drive an hour to get there. She drove, and I was like the biggest hype girl. The language out of my face it was like, oh my gosh, you have this. You're such a good driver. I wouldn't let you take this test unless you were ready. Like I was hype girl and I jumped up and down and I took pictures and I did the whole thing. So I hope that outwardly I was very like normal, but oh, it was just the inside. Yeah, I'll jump in really quickly and say that you, I don't think you have parented from a position of anxiety. I think it's mostly been things that you've either kept to yourself or shared with your husband <laughs> he gets it all um but i think you're doing fine with the whole i actually think it's okay for our kids to know we're anxious i just think yep. it's important that we share it in a way that doesn't make them responsible for making us feel less anxious like to say to your daughter i'm really sad in this moment this is a big deal for me and mm-hmm. for you and i'm having a minute and you you I'm not taking that from you you know i think it's okay for them to see that we're emotionally affected by the pro- i mean I, I cried like a baby when i took my kid to college and in kindergarten and I don't have any drama about it at all. I mean, yeah, I think you've coached me on that before because I think what I was doing before was like, I'm fine. Everything's fine. Look at me. I'm fine. And it was like jazz hands. And then you, you mentioned that to me. And so I have been more intentionally saying, Oh, after a rough day, for example, like I really struggled with this or I, I just, just letting them know that, when things are hard and I'm like, we're going to make it. Everything's going to be great, but this is actually really hard right now because I, I think before I was a little sunshiny about everything and that doesn't set them up for any sort of realistic life moving forward because nothing is freaking sunshine all the time. And it's not true. I mean, it's also not true when you want to be really honest with your kids. It's not true. The key to what you said was, is that you're sharing how you feel, but you're not making them responsible for how you feel or for fixing it. Sometimes if I'm sad, I'll say to my kids, I'm feeling really sad. And my son sometimes, because he's very empathic, will say, what can I do? Nothing, baby. I got this. I just want you to know that that's what this is. So he can connect with the emotion, but not be responsible for it. That's how we create codependent kids, right? That's how that happens. Yeah. Uh, I have to say like, um, your kids are very good references because they are really, they kick butt and they're very awesome. You've done a good job with them. Okay. So how can people find you? Where can they find you to work with you? Well, I coach, uh, parents one-on-one virtually all over the country and, uh, Probably the easiest way to find me is on my website, www.parentwithhope.com. But you can also send me an email at parentwithhope at gmail.com and I will send you a message back and she's the very best. 
I think, uh, oh, thanks for the free session. Like, you realize that this is just a free session, right? <laughs> that anything, I just. <laughs> hey, you want to be on a podcast? I'll Guess be- what? We're not even recording this. <laughs> <We're-> I'll Venmo <laughs> you. <laughs> we are all good. We're all good. It's a privilege. So you guys um, are doing a great job. I wish her safety on the road and you know, some peace with the two of you. Oh my it's gosh. Good. So yesterday I took, she had to, I had to go with her for this 5k thing she signed up for, but we parked in the wrong spot and we were r- racing back and forth. And so she was getting into the passenger seat and she, I watched her. She, she got into, we drove her car there, but she got, she was getting into what she thought was my car. Like she forgot what car she took. And I was like, girl, and she like got into the car and I was like, that is not our car. And she's like, ah, cause we were like racing back and forth and we were laughing. I was like, funny story. No, that's not, I'm like, I hate to be the downer, but somebody just got you shot. You didn't tell that did. story. Oh no. I did because I was like, you need to be aware of the car you're getting into. I'm like, <laughs> Babe. She, well, honey, why, what it's, this is, the, this is America. So I was like, you're cute and you're adorable, but yes, hey. watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Our kids have to pay attention to so many more things than yeah. we did. I sure. know. Anyway, love you, Hope. Love you, too. Bye. Bye. You're the best. Sneak meeting. Oh, my gosh. Surprise meeting with Dr. Seidel on a Sunday. Not even her regular office hours. We're so grateful for her. And I would say to the folks and all my friends and friends I don't know who are posting senior prom pictures and soon to be posting graduation photos and going to be sending their babies away. I hope it was helpful to hear about the shift of parenting from the mindset of abundance and think, I mean, that, that really hit me. It just, when you're so deep in the anxiousness and anxiety of what's ending, you're missing a really wonderful beginning. So thinking of you and all the beginnings that are happening. Yeah. And again, this is like, we we do have some reasons to celebrate and it's not too late to celebrate. This is the second day. No, by the way, we celebrated. We jumped up and down. We played Taylor Swift. You you know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about just in general, like feeling good about it, feeling great about it. Like we're just getting started here. And I, I'm glad we brought her on because it did feel like I, I sensed grieving. Yeah. I sensed it. And I totally cried in the DMV. Yeah. Yeah. Just because it's your girl. I probably, I might've done the same thing. I know it sounds like I'm just like, all right, she's gone. Where's my beer? Go see blue man group. Like I, like that's not how I feel. Pass the NASCAR ketchup. I think that's it, from a show, by the way, it, but it's Pass said the in the NASCAR ketchup. Yes. Right. Anyway, but I, I do have, I do have those pangs of, I mean, for me mainly, it's just like, oh man, she's just growing up so fast and she's so spectacular and such a force of nature and has really taken on her growth as something that she's personally responsible for, which is, I don't know that every parent is lucky enough to have a kid who does that, but when they do, it's, it's a cool feeling. Yeah. And so for that reason, for all of those reasons, I feel confident that she's going to like first of all, going to have an awesome time. She got, she went to like a sleepover and came back and oh my gosh. in like a pair of like, they all got put. Like it was a sweet 16 party. And as a kind of a gift, matching pajamas, they gave they went everybody to a, yeah. matching pajamas and they went to a fancy sushi restaurant. I'm it's like, nicer than the restaurant we went to. Yes, it was. And I was like, that sounds like a sober bachelorette party. And I, <laughs> I think you literally said, throw in a stripper and you've got a bachelorette party <laughs> to our daughter. Yeah. Sorry. Um, <laughs> 
But it, and she had the best time and she drove herself there and she drove herself back. But I, by the way, I texted the little mom's group chat and I was, you know, I'd said, you know, thank you. The pajamas are adorable. What a great, I'm like, you killed it. This was amazing. And she said, this is my, this is her second, her second child, 16th birthday. She's like, this is my swan song. I'm done throwing birthday parties. This was the last birthday party I'm responsible for throwing. And so I wanted to make it good. And I, and I got a little choked up there. I was like, Oh my, you're right. Cause after 16, maybe you, you probably go out with your friends when you're 17 and above and your parents aren't responsible for planning for that one. That's true. Yeah. So she said, this is my swan song. They blew it out. Everybody got matching yeah. PJs. Uh, they, they went to a fancy restaurant. Um, and yeah, I, I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't even think about it. Lola's 16th birthday is that that's probably the last party we throw for her. I mean, she's going to want us to throw some more parties for her. I'm pretty sure like whether it's graduation or yeah. there's, there's one particularly big one we're going to have to throw for her, uh, she when, is, <sighs> when she gets married and she's already got planning. plans on that one. So she, it's so funny. She, so we're going to have, she's very interested in the planning, not incredibly interested in like a marriage or the person. Like, yeah. She's yeah. yeah. She had just not, and she knows it's not soon, but she knows where it's going to be. Yeah, not like the dress and all the stuff. She just knows where it's going to be. When so what? When do um the parents get the party planned for them? By the do we have to turn like eighty, or we have to be married for fifty years? When do when do they throw one for us? I'm excited about um, that one. I I, I want to say feel like fifty. It's like the first time. What I'm, I guess what I'm saying is we've got a ways to go. Yeah, but hey, your fiftieth birthday is coming up in a couple. How old are you? Forty-eight. Why can't I? Ever, I, you know, we're, we're spending a lot of time trying to figure out like Alzheimer, Alzheimer's prevention for you. I think I'm losing my mind. Maybe it's hormones. I can't remember. You're forty-eight. I'm y- yes. Okay. I just wanted to let you get through whatever emotion that okay. was that you were just having. So yeah. you're forty-eight. Mm-hmm. So I have to throw you. Not have to. I get to throw you a fiftieth in like a year and a half. Should you choose to? Yes. I want to. And that'll be great. I'm looking forward to it. But until then, our daughter has her license. Okay. Love you guys. Thanks for listening. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.